the Holocaust did happen. The Nuremberg Laws happened in Nazi Germany on 15th September 1935. Anti-Semitic and racist. 11th decree to the law on the citizenship of the Reich was passed. Between 150,000 to 180,000 lost their German nationality and rights. Concentration gaps happened. More than a thousand of them. 1.65 million people were registered prisoners. A million died. Berlin Olympics happened. The host country had no Jew athletes except one. Participating countries appeased the host by avoiding the blacks and Jews, the subhumans. And one of those inferiors, Jesse Owens, terminated the Aryan supremacy theory. Immigration of intellectual power happened between 1930 and 1941. 1,150 Jewish scientists left their fatherland, immigrated to the United States. Twelve of them, Nobel Prize winners, Niels Bohr, Enrico Fermi, Albert Einstein. And yes, not to forget, the Manhattan Project happened. German sciences declined. Before 1933, 30% of all Nobel Prizes were awarded to scientists who did their work in Germany. From 1933 to 1976, only 9%. The Potsdam Conference happened. Germany lost national sovereignty. The fatherland became war booty, split in four. The living space was occupied. Occupiers bared and ravished the country. 25 to 35% of German capital equipment was taken away. Railroad, factory and plant equipment was stripped. $350 billion was still in debt. The economic collapse happened. First-class citizens were left to face the poverty in food, housing, energy, and in life. One month's salary could not afford a pound of butter. 98% of the country was destroyed. The job promotees rewarded during Holocaust had no job. The loot from the Jew households had no value. The currency had no exchange rate. Holocaust happened. A sieben sieben einen drei was inked. Welcome to the Book Bibuli podcast. Hitler will not be able to harm us, he said even if he wants to. Yes, we even doubted his resolve to exterminate us. And he laid an entire people? Wipe out a population dispersed throughout so many nations? So many millions of people? By what means? In the middle of the 20th century? 
disbelief seems to be the most consistent emotion in this book can you tell me why arya yes i think so too in fact to me i think it went beyond disbelief and into blindness like when moshe returns to the community of siget he talks about malka the young girl who lay dying for 3 days and toby the tailor who begged to die before his sons were killed he tells the jews he does not want any money just their attention but they not only refuse to believe him they even refuse to listen it is not possible for them to even imagine that such a situation could be possible even when eli himself is standing in front of the chimney he does not believe it is real he believes that all of this might just be a dream he has to pinch himself to realize that this is real people just cannot believe that anyone could have the desire and ability to wipe out an entire race of people Ellie Wiesel's script was rejected by every major publisher. They just couldn't believe. Hunger, thirst, fear, transport, selection, fire, chimney. These words all have intrinsic meaning. But in those times, they meant something else. Chimney is macabre literally yes macabre is truly the right word when eli wiesel first sees that huge fire he also smells a pungent stench of something being burned there they then see a truck pulling up to it its contents are unloaded out babies it then watches as those babies are thrown into the fire and he can never again unsee it he says himself that ever since then sleep tends to elude him because the chimney is truly that horrible it is a place where babies children and elderly are burnt alive such an innocuous word chimney and how grim and gruesome it becomes the infants thrown into fiery ditches i did not say that they were alive but that was what i thought but then i convinced myself no they were dead otherwise i surely would have lost my mind and yet fellow inmates also saw them they work life when they were thrown into the flames historians among them tell fort taylor confirmed it and yet somehow i did not lose my mind jews were forced to dig trenches huge trenches when they had finished their work the men from the gestapo began theirs without passion or haste they shot their prisoners 
who were forced to approach the trench one by one and offer their necks like a lambs to slaughter. Infants were tossed into the air and used as targets for the machine guns. Why? Why there was no anger, rage, revolt to the atrocities being meted out? The inconceivable passivity with the with which the Jews surrendered is baffling. Don't you find that passivity strange, Arya? True. It is actually baffling how they simply surrender to the things that are happening to them. And I think that the cause of this is that they simply wish to live slightly more. While surrounded by death, they have this optimistic naivety, and they still believe that by being passive, they might live for another day or two. Ali Wiesel realizes it on a personal level when his father is struck by a Gestapo and he does nothing. He reflects that he would have attacked the villain a few days ago, and is stunned by his own passivity and the selfish instinct of self-preservation that has stolen over him in the last few days. Capo sums it up for us perfectly. Here, everyone has to fight for himself and not think of anyone else. Here, there are no fathers, no brothers, no friends. Everyone lives and dies for himself alone. It looks like passive self-preservation has become the highest virtue. and the last the one passive being that fails them all is the passive god at whom Eliza ranks was it a glacial universe where to be inhuman was human where disciplined educated men in uniform came to kill and innocent children and weary old men came to die or the countless separations on a single fiery night the tearing apart of entire families entire communities or incredibly the vanishing of a beautiful well behaved little jewish girl with golden hair and a sad smile murdered with her mother the very night of their arrival such inhumanity i think that it is because hitler did not believe that the jews were human they were children of lesser gods meant to be discriminated against jews were subjected to unimaginable crimes and killed because hitler deemed that they should suffer for sullying the earth of the master race with their presence thus the concentration camps are brought about to create fodder for the german empire and inside those camps cruelty began cruelty jews began seeing each other as below human as another mouth that was ensuring less food another person between them and death again they saw each other now as fodder and the world knew The world did not rise and protest. The world did not shelter its Jews. The world which acts so shocked and horrified now, that world, it kept silent. 
but I felt that was the most inhuman thing of all. At six o'clock, the bell rang, the death knell, the funeral, the procession was beginning its march, fallen quickly. In a few moments, we stood in ranks, block by block, night had fallen. Everything was happening according to plan. The searchlights came on. Hundreds of SS appeared out of darkness, accompanied by police dogs. The snow continued to fall. The gates of the camp opened. It seemed as though an even darker night was waiting for us on the other side. And the death march begins. Incomprehensible. Incomprehensible indeed. Anyone would commit such unspeakable horrors and only in the name of evil, for the pure sake of killing and torture. The only reason I can think of for committing this one last atrocity would be sadism. The Nazis knew that they were beaten, that they had lost the war, but they commit to this long run forcing the Jews to run miles and miles in freezing cold, shooting them, killing them, forcing them to trample each other. And for what? Just pure evil. Maybe it just had become a habit for them, sadism, and they just could not resist a final nail in the coffin. Perhaps they just want to torture and kill as many Jews as they could, before that sick rule of theirs ended. But I can only guess. It has indeed been a horrific month where we have explored, read, reread about Holocaust. And I would like to thank you, Arya, for holding my hand through this journey. For I don't think I could have made this alone. It was truly horrifying. And just one last question. Why do you think he titled it Night? The book, as we all know, is titled Night. And that is, to me, because that is what the Jews are subjected to. One endless eternal night. A dark period like never has been before. A period in which more than 5 million Jews are tortured emotionally and physically before being killed. And then that's a permanent night, I guess. During that dark period, no one can speak even if they want to. It's a grey interlude, like the night. And when it is over, it seems like a dream, like a horrible nightmare, like you've just woken from in the middle of the night. I also feel it is called night because of the several nights which are, make up the emotional drama of Eliza in the book. For example, the night when the Nazis arrive in Sigrid, the night when they are taken to the concentration camps, the night when they arrive at the camp, the night, which is the same night when they see the chimney, and the night in the long run begins. 
And thus ends the night by Ellie Wiesel, a short book on the most horrific reality the world has to witness, an obligation to the dead and the living. Closest the language can take you to the experience of a concentration camp. Read this book, but with tissues in hand. I personally would advise mature readers who can handle unsettling face of reality to read it. It is essential for understanding the horrors of Holocaust. The witness has forced himself to testify for the youth of today, for the children who will be born tomorrow. He does not want his past to become their future. And for that, the present has to answer. Has the world disapproved racial supremacy? Has extreme nationalism been invalidated? Have we ceased to encourage religious fundamentalism? Have superpowers of the world stopped entertaining the expansionist philosophies? Have we stopped forcing suffocating diktats on countries and suppressing the local citizens? Are we not taking advantage of the plight of others? Are we no longer passive at the atrocities committed to people of other race, religion, beliefs? Do we rage at injustice? The Holocaust can happen yet again.